This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is the Lake Show. Henry Lake's got a couple of nights off. Steve Thompson in. Jonathan Lowe is our producer sitting in for Chris Tubbs. So they have gone to the bench Tonight on the Lake Show, Steve and Jonathan, we've worked together for years on the weekends. Jonathan now typically on a Sunday, I'm typically in on a Saturday, but uh, he will come in and do the college football scores with me on Saturday. And uh, Josh Wheeler, our normal Saturday producer, he is traveling, visiting family down in Oklahoma. And Jonathan and I will be... uh, in studio on Saturday, having fun with college football final. All right, here on a Saturday afternoon, college football ramping up. Uh, later on in the program, we will we will get into some sports topics. Uh, the Twins announced their 2023 Diamond Award recipients. And then, of course, you have the big Diamond Awards uh, right around Twins Fest in, in January. It's kind of the unofficial kickoff to the new season before pitchers and catchers report. So so we can already in these parts dream about warmer weather, but we'll have those Diamond Awards for you a little bit later on. Talk a little bit of the Golden Gopher football uh, as they get back in action and get into the meat of the Big Ten schedule. And, of course, uh, the Vikes play on Monday night against uh, the 49ers. Uh, the, the Timberwolves head for the regular season. Uh, the Wild already underway in the regular season. A Wild win over Montreal and and we'll, we'll get into some of those topics a little bit later on in the program. But uh, you heard it in the news. And I, I wanted to get your thoughts on this. Because I have pretty strong feelings about this topic. And, and I want to hear your feelings about it as well. And that is good news on the surface. That... Uh, Laura Oaks had the story in the news a moment ago. Minnesota's budget surplus now gone beyond $2 billion. So the state taking in more revenue than projected. It's better than the other way around. 
I, I think there's those of us that feel like, well, they should be able to keep it right on the money, and if we're taking in too much money, you should cut taxes. Well, you know how that goes. There's a downturn in the economy, and then all of a sudden, uh, sales tax revenues, etc., start to dry up, and then all of a sudden, the state gets into big trouble. But in the bigger picture, here we are in October, and I'm a little bit sore about how that 17 billion dollar surplus was spent and and don't get me wrong i'm in favor of social safety nets i'm in favor of funding our schools and our roads and other transportation projects i was a huge fan of that that money to provide free school lunch i thought it was a phenomenal idea and other hosts on the radio station and other people I talked to said, there, there is one thing we can do as a society, and I'm a big believer in this. And it was a great decision by the legislature, and eventually the governor decided into law that K-12 through 12 students get free school lunch. I'm, I'm in favor of it. This is one thing, if, if a kid's going to go to school, whether or not they eat at school should have absolutely nothing to do with can mom and dad afford it we collectively can afford to feed kids that show up at school i i I believe in it now there's got to be a line you 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 can't hand hand out freebies uh up and down you know there is a limit there's no question but that is one that i have felt very strongly about but that was a part of of the $17 billion. And now we have another surplus. We'll learn more in December. And the, the, it, it's kind of a rolling number. As as the money comes in, they continue to project forward. But the news looks good right now. You never know what's going to transpire uh, with the world economy and how that has a ripple effect on what happens here in Minnesota. I, I think we all understand that general concept. But I do feel like the legislature and the governor didn't give enough back to all taxpayers. And I do feel strongly about this. And, and generally when there are tax rebates, etc., uh, there, there is an income limit. And, and I understand that uh, with, with certain government programs, there is an income limit. And, and I understand that. But in this case, when there's this huge one-time windfall, I don't have a problem with free school lunch and other programs, whether it's, it's housing or, or daycare or uh, giving more money to the schools. I, I'm reasonable. I'm in favor of that. I, I think strong, strong schools and infrastructure and health care make this a great place to live. I'm not one of those people where I want it all back. I, I'm not. That there's certain things I'm willing to pay more in tax for that, that I feel strongly about. One of those would be uh, free school lunch for all kids, K through 12. No questions asked. You show up at school, you're going to get a meal. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to pay that. But the one thing they didn't do is let everyone who pays in and help create that surplus get a little taste of that money back. 
I think it was a gigantic mistake by the DO-controlled legislature and the governor, Tim Walls, a member of the DO-fell party. They have all the power right now in St. Paul, and I think it was a major miscalculation that they didn't give enough of it back to the taxpayers. That, you know, the, the, the governor talked about one thing early on, and I know it's the art of the possible, and he, he can't make the House or the Senate do what he wants and bring him a bill. But I, I do feel like it fell well short of what it should have been. Number one, with a surplus that size, everyone should have been able to get a taste of the action. Now, do millionaires need 500 bucks back? I, I suppose not, but why not? You cannot make a compelling case to me on why with a surplus of that size, you may be chopping in a third or however you divide it up. Some into a rainy day fund, fund for uh, expanded programs for housing and health care, school lunch. But you got to give more back to the taxpayers. And the reason I revisit it now here in October is that here we are again. We're taking in more money than we're giving out. Now, I don't want a knee-jerk reaction that across the board we need to cut taxes, we need to cut the sales tax, or we need to cut income taxes. I I don't want to overreact. I I would rather have a little more in the bank than run it right down to the razor's edge, and then all of a sudden, uh uh-oh, we're in trouble. And then all of a sudden, we, we, need to, we need to cut vital programs. Things that nursing homes, taking care of the disabled, etc., etc. So, in that respect, I, I'm not necessarily saying we need to cut, but we should have thought more about giving back, not only to taxpayers that make up to a certain amount, but all taxpayers. And I think the DFL would be better served going into 2024. And I believe 2024 is an election year. I'm considering that before they find new ways to spend this new found money. I, that, that, that just me as an armchair political observer and happen to be a taxpayer here in the state of Minnesota. Love your feedback. Cities One Plumbing Talk and text line 651-461-9226. You can take me to task on the school lunch thing. You're not going to get me to change your mind or my mind. I, I think it was a good idea. Happy, happy to fund school lunch for the kids. Happy to be a part of that. I think it's a great idea. But I think they fell way short. And I think as, as we continue to look at more surpluses, you know, short of making tax cuts that could get us into trouble down the road, and I'm not opposed to it, but I, I would be more inclined to say you got to start kicking some of this back. Not to just some of us, but all of us. 651-461-9226. That's good for a caller text. Here on the city's one plumbing talk and text line. Oh, by the way, President Biden will speak about his desire for aid to Israel and Ukraine. He will make that case at 7 o'clock. We'll carry coverage 
from CBS News. Steve in tonight. Jonathan Lowe is our producer here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Henry's got the night off. Steve's sitting in. Jonathan Lowe, our producer, Chris Tubbs. I'm not sure if Chris was in earlier or has the night off. Nevertheless, here we are, and... Some good news. I I was happy to hear this. Laura Oaks reported in the news at 6, and we've had the story online all day about a budget surplus. And uh, we've got a piece with Blois Olson at WCCRadio.com. The ramifications of having more cash. So you can check that out at our website. Uh, a lot of content on that. We had that big one. And, and my argument was, I, I think the DFL made a huge mistake. And I, and I think it's an opportunity for the GOP to say, oh, wait a minute. I, I, I think they were advocating for tax cuts. But if there's not an ap- appetite for tax cuts because you're worried about, well, economic downturns, uncertainty, etc., you could at least give more money back and give money back to all taxpayers, not draw the line at income. And and the old argument, well, a millionaire doesn't need that three hundred bucks or that four hundred bucks or five hundred bucks. Yeah, but they paid it in, and and ultimately, I I I think everyone should have been able to wet their beak, so to speak, with that budget surplus. And as we move forward with this good news, um, should that be the case? And from our city's one plumbing talk and text line. Uh, we've got some feedback on it, and I I, I think it's good feedback. And the first one, um, I'm a Democrat, but this is insane. We are ridiculously overtaxed. And you look at the numbers, and Minnesota is a high-tax state. There's no question about it. But I I also feel like I I believe that good schools, health care, care for the disabled, other programs like that raise the bar in the quality of life. You could call me crazy, but but I think that at some point, 
tax cuts could could be reasonable you know without spending more or creating new programs maybe it's a legislative session where it's kind of like hey we're we're going to scale back um we're 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 going to maybe set more aside stoke up the rainy day fund or even consider tax cuts i i I think there's got to be balance because let's face it uh they they spent a lot of money on new stuff this legislative session and I think they could argue, well, we cut some of this, and we, we made cuts here, but, but other taxes were raised along the way. Uh, more, more things from our tax, uh, our talk and text line. You're spot on. Still haven't received my rebate from this year yet. Well, check's in the mail. Uh, from this texter, I haven't been able to look this up. We have not had a budget deficit since plenty. Walls claims the largest tax cut in history at $8 billion, but the added fees and other taxes were over $9 billion. I'm not able to research it, but it is reaction from our city's one plumbing talk and text line. I agree that you should have given more money. My only beef is why do some taxpayers get more and some get none? For instance... Uh, lower-income taxpayer gets a much bigger chunk of what they paid in back. Some taxpayers didn't get anything. And, and I just don't think that's right. The texter went on to say, I, I think it should be based on how much money you pay in. Another text. Uh, we are the fifth highest tax state in the union. Once again, I'm not able to fact check on the fly. That does not attract workers and small business. I, I would argue, though, that Minnesota is still an attractive place that there are things about our state that are still very attractive. Um, I think we could argue all day. Now, now do we want to go in the opposite direction of our neighbors to the west, North Dakota and South Dakota? I don't think so. I don't don't think I want to become East Dakota when it comes to tax structure. I think we could talk about that all day, um, but I'm not in favor of of following uh, that that mode. Um, I didn't get my walls checked, filed my taxes, got my refund directly deposited. Uh, no 260 bucks back, and now the surplus is rising again. So um, the free lunch program is an ongoing expense. Um, yeah, that's true. I'm still in favor of it. If they came to me and said, we are going to tax you more because we want to give free school lunch to all K-12 through kids, I'm in on it. Wherever it comes from, sign me up. And, and the fact that they carved it out of this budget surplus, and it is an ongoing expense, I'm 100% in favor of it. It is one of the best ideas I've ever heard. You show up at school, and, and let's face it, whether, whether you live in the city or the suburbs or the exurbs or in small towns, there, there are kids that have irresponsible parents or no parents at all that aren't going to write a check or send money to school for school lunch. And I think there's a stigma with reduced or school lunch. Take that off the table. Feed the kids. Feed the kids. No budget surplus or not, 
Steve Thompson's willing to pay more in taxes for that program. So, you know, it was a great idea. I'm in favor of it. That That's the kind of stuff where the government can step in and do good. I, I think we can all agree. Kids shouldn't go hungry. And if we have the food and the cafeterias and the staff to feed these kids, at least we can feed them during the school year. I, I'm totally in favor of it. No kid should be punished if mom and dad are irresponsible. And I'll tell you a quick story on that front. And my youngest daughter told me this story on a road trip to South Dakota, ironically, over the weekend for a little mini family reunion on Saturday. And and we got into the school lunch topic. And she said, yeah, Dad, I remember once upon a time you and Mom kept forgetting to give me a check to bring to school for school lunches number of years ago when she was in elementary school. She's in her mid-20s now. And and we forgot or we ran out of checks or whatever. And they, they wouldn't accept cash. <laughs> and eventually they quit giving her lunch. And in elementary school, the, the, the kids that didn't get the regular hot lunch, they got the hobo sandwich is what it was called. The kids called it. It was a piece of cheese on two slices of white bread, and they got milk. And she said it was it was embarrassing. You know, I had to have a hobo sandwich. And I said, well, if that's the worst thing that happens to you, you're going to be in pretty good shape. <laughs> we forgot to send a check, and she had the hobo. But to this day, some 20 years later, that, that story sticks with her. So if we can take that away, there, there's some value in that. Uh, quick break. We'll come back. Much more. By the way, President Biden, tonight at 7 from CBS News. Get into the surplus. Uh, by all means, reach us. Reach out. Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. Stephen for Henry tonight here on the Lake Show on News Talk. E3O-WCCO. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. One of the big stories of the day here locally. Uh, More budget surplus money. And it always turns to what are we going to do with all that money? Uh, I argue with that $17 billion plus, big mistake by the DFL. House, Senate, the governor, they didn't give enough back to all taxpayers. However you want to structure it, some people didn't get any back. The people that probably paid in the lion's share of the money didn't get anything out of the deal. And, and I think that comes with political baggage, and it just doesn't seem right to me with, with that kind. So, so as we move forward with more good budget news and more money, and I know we'll find out more at the end of the year, and this is kind of a rolling thing that we get updates on collections, et cetera. Let's go to the phones. Gerald Montrose here on the air. Hello, Gerald. Hey, how you doing? Um, the one thing I haven't heard you mention that makes this even worse is that not only they spend all but a couple, couple billion of that nineteen billion, they also raise taxes like seven or eight billion. Now, what the heck's going on there? Why did they need to do that? Well, I, I think the argument. Thanks, Gerald, for the call. I, I I think one of the texters brought it up and pretty well that there were cuts in some areas and taxes raised in other areas. You know, the argument is is that, you know, I, th- I think they moved some money around when it came to came to taxes. And I, I don't want to get too far into the weeds on that. Big picture, though, we're taking in more money than we're spending. And I'm not necessarily saying we need big across-the-board tax cuts, that, uh, you know, sales taxes need to be dropped, income taxes need to be cut across the board. I, I, I'm not saying that. I guess I would be... Uh, a little bit more leery of doing that if there is a downturn, because there was that threatened downturn that, you know, if there is a recession, all of a sudden those numbers go negative in a hurry, and and then what? And I don't think we want to be at a point in the state that, you know, we're, we're, we're getting vital programs and services cut. And, you know, I could be wrong, but I, I, I think a lot of people believe in that, that, uh, there, there are vital services and programs. The question is, when it when it comes to giving some of the money back or taking a look at taxes and where we rank nationwide as far as any sort of tax chart, income tax, sales tax, total tax burden, we are up there. And if there is an opportunity to roll that back, should that be more of the equation. Let's go to Anton in Mendota Heights. Anton, thanks for joining us on the City's One Plumbing Talk text line. Good evening. Thanks for joining. Yeah, what do you I'm got here? Anyway, our substitute. Okay, so I, I totally, if this regard regarding the free and reduced lunch and the free lunch for everybody. Okay, uh, I totally agree with you that children who need lunch provided for them because their parents either cannot or will not. A child cannot effectively learn when they're hungry. I agree with you. Now, the stigma argument, 
And the issue about like being, you know, visibly needy, I think is nowadays a flawed argument. And I know so many parents who wish that it was not statewide because they would prefer to pay for that and have it be paid for for children who need it. And now we live in a school system statewide where school, it's not like the old fashioned like school lunch tickets where kids who are receiving free and reduced lunch are having that different colored ticket. That stigma is gone. So, you know, anytime you have statewide for everyone, there's no such thing as free. It's just fraught with pork and inefficiency. And I really wish that they wouldn't have done that, but instead serve those who really need it. All right. Very good. Thanks, Anton. I I think the, the, the concept is, and and I, in a, in a way think about this, if if it's easy, if it's just they're serving lunch, you come to school, you, you get breakfast, you get lunch. That that's part of the deal, and, and I think that there's got to be some savings at the school district level as far as accounting goes. I'm sure they got to count the number of kids eating lunch. And there's got to be some sort of reporting mechanism, and and I get that. That you know the old saying that you know the government at some level could could screw up a one car funeral. I, I I get that argument, and I think that's fair in many cases. But but that's one where it's like. If we're going to spend surplus money or commit money in the future, that's something I can get on board. Now, hopefully, there there are people that can manage it properly, and I know that is a, a big dream. Let, let's get back to the text line. By the way, you're always welcome to join the program, 651-461-9226. Big picture, though, with, with ongoing surpluses, how do you want to see this managed? I, I, I still make the argument that it, it is a mistake to not get everyone involved. Um, you know, do, does the millionaire, maybe you know a millionaire or two, you know, w- would they need 500 bucks or 1000 back in, in good times when there's a budget surplus? Well, okay. I mean, you know, maybe, maybe they get their yacht detailed for the 1000 bucks. The, the money would ultimately flow back into the economy and it is indeed their money, and I think they should be cut in. That That is one thing I don't like when it comes to surpluses, is that, no, 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 if you make over this, sorry, <laughs> you don't get anything back. Um, we're, we're keeping yours. I, I, I just can't get on board that argument when it comes to good times uh, in, in that situation. All right, to the text line. Uh, here we go. Let, let's try and get back to... And, and we've got a lot of them, but we really do appreciate um, Great job that you're talking about the surplus and people getting the money back. You're the only one on the station that has the guts to say, um, and I, I don't know about that. I, I, I think anybody reasonable would say, well, why don't they get their money back? They, they make too much. They've had too much success. I, I just don't buy that. I, 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 that, that, that to me is a lost argument. Another one on the kids and nutrition, big fan of the program. Kids don't learn without nutrition. It's a proven fact. Uh, I, I, most people I've talked to are pretty comfortable with that. I, I know there's some parents that are, are fine, um, uh, and, and don't necessarily want that, but I, I, I think overall it, it is a good thing. Um, I pay a greater percentage of my discretionary income on taxes than the wealthy do. They don't need a kickback as they are already getting all the tax write-offs. 
okay. Uh, for quite a while, all signs have pointed to a coming recession. The widely predicted recession hasn't arrived. This should be great news. Uh, people are working. Businesses are making money. So tax revenues are exceeding the projections. The budget surplus is mainly because of our strong state economy, not just the tax rates. Yes, but if the economy is strong and you continue to pile up uh, surpluses, at some point it should go beyond just the idea of spending. And once again, I said earlier in the program, I, I think having good roads, good schools, good social safety nets, Programs that help the poor, the disabled, the elderly, uh, strong nursing home care. That, that's what makes it part of a, a great place to live. Let's face it, we're headed in the wrong direction weather-wise. Uh, there are the months of November, December, January, February, March, where the weather's not all that appealing. Now, granted, if you snowmobile or ice fish or cross-country ski or just like the snow and the cold, old a lot of people don't um it you know it um i i I think having uh uh, uh, strong programs makes the state more appealing it is 644 here at news talk a3owcco um here's one getting back to the surplus i paid into it just like everybody else we're not rich by any means we didn't get any rebate. Yeah, you were over the threshold. You, you, you made too much money by the standard set by the legislature and ultimately signed into law by the governor to get a rebate. I don't think it's right. I, I, I really don't. Whatever that number is, everybody is included. Even, even uh, the millionaire out on Lake Minnetonka um, should get their share. I really do. Uh, Steve, you're, you're right on my wife. My wife's retired and, um, we barely went over the threshold to get any money back in the last surplus. Don't think it's fair. Don't think it's fair at all. Quick break, 645 here at News Talk, E3OWCCO. Once again, uh, not trying to make the good news a negative. It's not a surplus better than a deficit. But once again, I hope going forward, our state leaders, uh, Speaker of the House, Melissa Hortman, powers that be in the Senate, the Governor, Tim Walz, take a look back and say, did we go too far with the $17-plus billion? And did we think enough about getting more money back to the taxpayers? In whatever form that is. It is News Talk, E3O-WCCO. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Stephen, for Henry, Jonathan Lowe is our producer. President Biden speaks at 7. We will carry it live. Reaction to follow. You're welcome to stick around for that and react on the city's one Plumbing talk and text line, we have a lot of reaction on the budget surplus. And I, I talked about the big one and still a little bit sore that um, they didn't share more with all taxpayers in, in the wake of that big surplus. So we did get good news, another surplus, how that will be spent, how that will be used. From our city's one plumbing talk and text line, uh, friends, um All our Minnesota lifers are going to move to tax-friendly states like Iowa. Minnesota needs to take a look at overtaxation. I ain't moving to Iowa. Um, I don't care how low the taxes. With with all due respect to our friends south of the border, not moving to Iowa. (laughs) Nope. Um, not, Not in play for yours truly. I don't care how high the taxes are. And and how low they are south of the border. So um, so Steve, real quick, um, I did look up some of those numbers that you were talking about earlier regarding the taxes in this state and how, where they rank as far as highest taxes in the nation. Yeah, uh, according to TaxFoundation.org, these are uh, the and the state and local sales tax rates as of July first of this year. Minnesota ranked sixth. Highest. Uh, so what's what's number one? Like New York, California, Calif- California's one. Indiana and Mississippi, actually Indiana, Mississippi, Rhode Island, and Tennessee are all tied for second. They have a seven percent uh, tax rate uh, as far as sales tax goes, and then Minnesota comes in sixth at six point eight eight. Regarding income tax, and this is from USAFacts.org, Minnesota ranks seventh. And highest sale or in highest income tax three point zero eight percent. Number one in that category is New York, followed by Maryland. Uh, technically, you you wouldn't call it a state, but the District of Columbia is in third. Yeah. Oregon, Massachusetts, Delaware, and then Minnesota. Yeah, so I, I think anybody who says that we are a high tax state is right about that, and I, and I think the sentiment is. And, and what we've learned from the people that have reacted on the city's one plumbing talk and text line is to sum up here. Um, I, I think there are a lot of people that think more of the surplus should have gone back in the last round, the 17 billion plus and going forward, you know, the overall tax rate should be considered going forward for all uh, going forward. And, and, I'm not advocating, you know, let, let's let's cut it to the bone and let's cut this and that. Not, not saying that. Not, not saying that at all. Uh, one other on the school lunch program, and I want to get in because it was woven into it. One of the programs that, that I really liked that came out of that big surplus in the legislature enacted, and that, that's free school lunch for all K through 12. Um, and from our text line, I agree the lunch and breakfast helps learning uh, – for many, but I have a friend who works in a local school food service. I'm not going to mention the school district, and says the waste of food 
is unbelievable because too much food is prepared and it isn't stuff kids want to eat when mom and dad aren't around to make them eat it. And I, and I think that's one of the things. And I, I think maybe former First Lady Michelle Obama, you know, about healthy foods and fruits and vegetables. I, I'm sorry, when I went to school lunch, I, I wanted the mashed potatoes and the hamburger gravy and, and maybe some carrots and a couple of cartons of milk. You know, I wanted the starchy, I, I wanted the pizza and the burgers and so on and so forth. You know, I, th- I think it's nice to say, hey, we're going to throw out a lot of fresh fruits and vegetables and so on and so forth. Um, I I had kids. Not, now they're grown women. They didn't want to eat that stuff when mom and dad was saying, you got to eat your vegetables uh, in a school lunch format. <laughs> I'm not so sure. I'm just saying getting some food in their belly making it available, uh, the waste, for sure. Um, so, once again, surplus, good news, what's going to happen with it, to be determined, and we'll certainly follow it for you. By the way, we have more online. Blois Olson, uh, we have a piece at our website, WCCRadio.com, where you can read more about that. By the way, President Biden speaks tonight. He will make his case for more aid for Israel and Ukraine. Uh, we will have anchored coverage coming up from CBS News and reaction. And then, of course, your reaction following the president's remarks tonight. Stephen, for Henry tonight, it is a like show. Uh, some Twins news, the Diamond Awards, uh, Diamond Award winners were announced. We'll have that later in the program. Here on News Talk, E3O-WCCO. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.